Revelation chapter 17, we continue with uh, describing the woman who is riding on top of the beast. Uh, verse 4, chapter 17. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of the abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. Scarlet and purple are the colors of the papacy. When a pope is installed into office, four of the specific articles of clothing he has to wear are 1. Scarlet colored clothes 2. A purple robe 3. A vest covered in pearls and 4. A mitre adorned with gold and precious stones. After the true church is taken out of the world, the false papal church will remain and the false professing Christians. As 2 Timothy 3, 5 says, having the form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. They will join the papal church that will become known as the universal church. The Vatican is rich with treasures it has accumulated over the centuries. Although many parishes within the Roman Catholic Church claim poverty, the Vatican is worth billions and maybe even trillions of dollars. The Babylonian Church of Revelation 17.4 can be easily mistaken for the city of Babylon, the literal city which is in Iraq, mentioned in Revelation chapter 18 verse 12 and 16, which we'll get to later. If the scriptures are not studied carefully, this can easily be mistaken. Both the woman and the beast are dressed in scarlet, which is a symbol of royalty and kingship. The woman has a golden cup or, or chalice in her hand, full of the abominations and filthiness of her fornications. The woman is drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ. The Roman Catholic Church has persecuted Christians and Jews for almost 2,000 years under the false pretext that they were doing it for God. John chapter 16 verse 2 states, They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think he is offering a service to God. They will keep on doing it until the middle of the seven-year tribulation, when Satan will take possession of the Antichrist's dead body, and the false prophet will turn over control of the church to him, thus giving him world control over both the political and the religious parties. After the beast destroys the woman, he takes all her wealth and treasure to himself and carries them back to the, the literal city of Babylon, which we know as modern-day Iraq. Here, he becomes the focus of worship and continues on where the papal church left off, with the cup of the blood of the saints, by continuing the slaughter of the saints and martyrs who refuse to bow to or worship the beast or accept his mark. He is worshipped as God and as world leader, but it will be short-lived. Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 7 through 9 states, Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunk. 
The nations drank her wine, therefore the nations are deranged. Babylon has suddenly fallen and been destroyed. Wail for her, take balm for her pain, perhaps she may be healed. We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her and let us go everyone to their own country, for her judgment reaches to heaven and is lifted up to the skies. And in Isaiah chapter 21 verse 9 it says, And look, here comes a chariot of men with a pair of horsemen. And he answered and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the carved images of her gods he has broken to the ground. The angel explains to John in Revelation chapter uh, 17, verses 8 through 13, who the beast is and how he will come into being. Those whose names are not written in the Lamb's Book of Life will actually wonder and marvel over the beast that was and is not and yet is. Verse 11 explains that the beast that was and is not is the eighth king, but is of the seventh and goes into perdition. This vision helps to identify the eighth and last kingdom or king which will be formed after the after the rapture remember that the beast symbolizes three things first it symbolizes a human being the antichrist and is the beast that came out of the sea or the or of many nations that we read in Rev, uh, that we studied in revelation 13 second the beast symbolizes a supernatural being. He is the beast out of the abyss. Revelation chapter 11, verse 7, and chapter 17, verse 8. The beast was on the earth before John's time. That would be the beast that was. And the beast is not on the earth at the time that John was receiving and writing down this vision around 96 A.D. Third, the beast symbolizes an empire of the eighth kingdom, and it immediately succeeds the seven kingdoms. In Revelation chapter, uh, chapter 17, verse 10, it says five of these kingdoms are fallen. As I explained earlier, these were the kingdoms of Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Medo-Persia, and Greece in that order. One is, that is the sixth kingdom that existed during John's life, the Roman Empire. The other has not yet come, and when he comes he must continue a short time. This refers to the revived old Roman Empire, which is the present-day 21st century European common community or the ECC as we call it. The leader of the ECC, who will eventually become known to all as the Antichrist during the Great Tribulation, has not yet risen to take power. Scripture states that the body of the beast is like a leopard, which is Revelation 13.2. This is symbolic for the kingdom of Greece. 
in Daniel chapter 8, 9, 11, and 12. It says that Antichrist will be of Grecian descent out of, out of Alexander the Great's Syrian division, and he will also be at least part Jewish. There, there are two prophecies concerning the Grecian Empire. In Joel chapter 3, verse 6 and 7, the Lord says, You have sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks so they could take them far from their homeland. But I will bring them back from all the places to which you sold them, and I will pay you back for everything you have done. In Zechariah chapter 9, verses 13 through 17, this concerns the last days under the Antichrist and involves the deliverance of Israel at the return of Christ. And he states, the Lord say, says, Judah is my bow, and Israel is my arrow. Jerusalem is my sword, and like a warrior, I will brandish it against the Greeks. The Lord will appear above his people his arrows will fly like lightning. The sovereign Lord will sound the ram's horn and attack like a whirlwind from the southern desert. The Lord of heaven's armies will protect his people and they will defeat their enemies by hurling great stones. They will shout in battle as though drunk with wine. They will be filled with blood like a bowl, drenched with blood like the corners of the altar. On that day the Lord their God will rescue his people, just as a shepherd rescues his sheep. They will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown. How wonderful and beautiful they will be! The young men will thrive on abundant grain, and the young women will flourish on new wine. In Revelation chapter 17, verse 12, the ten horns of the dragon had no crowns. But Revelation 13 says that the ten horns of the beast have crowns. This reveals to us that Satan will give the power of the ten kings of the revived Roman Empire, or the ECC, to the Antichrist who will rule these kingdoms for the last three and a half years of the Great Tribulation. Revelation chapter 13 verse 2 and 5 states, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemies and power was given unto him to continue for 42 months. That's three and a half years. The Antichrist, at the very end of the Great Tribulation, will make kings of the leaders of the ten nations that formed the Euro uh, European Common Community. In return, 
verse 13 of chapter 17 in Revelation says the ten nations will be of one mind, which means they will be united, and they will give their power and strength to be led by the beast. Uh, right here, the word power and strength means they will give their military might and armies to the, so they can be led by the beast. This united army, under the leadership of the Antichrist, will make war with Jesus Christ as he is returning to the earth with his army of saints. But the beast and his armies will be destroyed. Chapter 17, verse 15. And he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits represent peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The Roman Catholic Church, from its beginning, has always had some kind of influence and power with the nations. It started first with the Roman Empire, but then eventually spreading to every continent, every country, and every nation, influencing in one way or another all people of all languages and nationalities. Verse 16 says, And the ten horns which you saw in the beast, these will hate the woman, or the harlot. They will make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. Once the Antichrist gains full political power, and the false prophet, which will be the last pope of the Roman Catholic Church, gains full religious power, the false prophet will turn over his religious authority and all its influence, strengths, riches, and wealth to the Antichrist. There will no longer be a need for the woman. So the Ten Nation Confederacy, ECC, will destroy her. Revelation 17, verse 17. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind, and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. So we see through all this who is really in control. It is God who always was, always is, and always will be in control. He has the only real true power. It is his plan that is being carried out. Satan and his kingdom are fulfilling God's plan and God's will. God's word will be fulfilled to the very last jot and tittle. Matthew chapter 5 verse 18 states, Jesus says, For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Chapter 17, verse 18. And the woman who you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. This verse closes by revealing who the woman is. What was a mystery to John in his day when he wrote the book of Revelation around 96 AD is no mystery to us today. The Roman Catholic Papal Church did not exist in John's day. So when John saw this vast worldwide church claiming to be Christian, 
but following the Antichrist and Satan, this was a great mystery to him. There is only one city that has ever been powerful enough, strong enough, and influential, influential enough to be able to rule over kings and nations of the entire earth, and that is Vatican City.